You are now listening to that meddlesome jerk. Please enjoy responsibly. So I just want to let you know that I recorded three episodes. I wanted to release them, but I can't. I tried, but I failed. Now, with all three episodes, they ran into the same two problems. Those two problems being too much information was divulged and the audio sucked. I tried to cut and edit and piece them together and have a weird hodgepodge uh, because there was some really good stuff in there. Well, at least I think so. And uh, specifically, there is one really, really funny story, and I I really wanted it to share it, but the audio just sucked. So even the stuff that I can cut out that wasn't too, too personal, like the audio just sucked. And it bums me out because I wanted to share them, and I hate wasting people's time. You know, people sat down with me, and they talked to me, and they shared stories, and And I feel like I wasted their time and let them down a little bit. One of the things that was on one of the podcasts was I re-interviewed my friend Joe, who did the internet dating and the aliens. And I let him kind of speak his piece about how I dismissed some of his theories from him taking psychedelics. And we we talk it out a bit. You know, he he played it. To be, to be, you know, not too big of a deal. But it was still a big deal to me because he's one of my good friends. And, you know, I don't want him to think that I would dismiss really anything uh, that he would say. I'd listen to any crazy theory that he had and discuss it in a civil manner because we're friends. And that's what friends do. You know, I don't, I don't want to hurt his feelings in any sort of way. Not that I did. But I also don't want it out there that he is unresearched, uh, just some weird, crazy guy. I told him my piece of why I said it, and now I will say it to you because now no one will ever hear it because the episode's gone. I think that most people are liars, and I think that most people have an angle, and I think most people seek attention, and so they say things to get the said attention. Uh, they'll say things out of boredom, whatever it may be. So I'm very weary of, of people's supernatural stories. I'm weary of just stories in general. But when it comes to anything out of the ordinary, I'm a little more skeptical. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge skeptic. And so when just some you know dickhead on the street tells me how they saw an alien and a ghost and they were fighting in a cornfield... And then Bigfoot came along and was refereeing. I like I, right away. You've lost my attention. I may listen, see how entertaining the story is, but for the most part, I automatically am like, nope, that never happened. You're a liar. Now, if you're one of my friends and you tell me this, and I know you're not a liar, I have to think of another rational explanation of why you're telling me this. So for my friend Joe, it was an easy an easy one of just like, well, he's taken plenty of things that alter his vision, alter his mental state. So of course, you know, maybe that's why he saw what he saw. He also points out there was other people there who were witnesses who may not have been on drugs or have a history of drugs. And so how can I explain that? I can't. Much like when you're getting in an argument with someone 
and you pick that slight difference of they're fat, they're a different race, they're tall, they're skinny, whatever it may be, and then you go to that, you fat motherfucker. It's the same thing. My brain went straight to the easiest explanation of, oh, he takes a bunch of psychedelics. There's the answer. I don't necessarily think that anymore. I just don't think about it. So I have no other explanation other than I believe he believes what he saw. And then that's it. Because he doesn't have any reason for telling me otherwise of like of some grand story. You know, where what he has nothing to gain out of it. And he knows that I'm skeptic. He knows that. I mean, not even, when he told me these stories, it, it, I don't even think he knew. That's kind of it in a nutshell. I apologized. I didn't want him to think that I thought any less of him or that he was just some crazy fucking hobo spouting off nonsense on the corner. You know, he's a, he's a super smart dude. He knows what he's talking about. When he doesn't know what he's talking about, he won't put in his two cents or he starts it off. I don't know. I don't know much about this, but this is what I do know. Or I just don't know anything about this. So I apologize once again to the guests who shared their time with me. Hopefully we can sit down and have another conversation, whether about the same things or something different. But there will be no three podcasts. A couple things I want to talk about. One... I noticed that when I do solo podcasts, they are pretty somber and introspective and sad. I feel like all my solo podcasts have been fairly sad. It's not necessarily what I want, but apparently when I sit down and have no one to talk to, I'm not nearly as funny as I think I am, and I just go straight into sad mode. I just go straight into introspective mode, and it's fine. It's just I don't want every time I sit down to do a solo podcast, I'm contemplating death. I am talking about why marriage doesn't work, though that's not what I meant when I talked about the whole relationship when I thought I was being very positive about it, but apparently I wasn't. Well, what do you know? My negativity shines through no matter what. So, but I just, just to be clear, my whole point of that one was the, the duality of why it's okay for you to think one thing, but not your partner. Not necessarily saying that that's me, but I feel like that's most people, you know, like guys, there's a lot of guys who will cheat on their wives and girlfriends, not, not even blink, not even bat a fucking eyelash. Yet, if she's flirting with a guy, not even cheating, she's flirting with the guy, ho, 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 fucking pump the brakes, we are getting a fucking divorce, you know? That's all. That was my whole point. So that being said, I'm just trying to have less of a, a somber, depressing episode today. And I will start that off with a story that is fairly depressing. When my dog died, no, I'm just kidding. But unfortunately, this does have to take place with someone dying. I was at a funeral a while ago and... I ran into a girl who I had believed was the enemy in my story for a long time. When we were around each other constantly, she was unreasonably mean to me. She was just holier than thou. She talked to me in this condescending tone. That's if she talked to me at all. She just rubbed me the fucking wrong way. I hated everything about her and she hated me. But... In my eyes, 
she was mean to me for no reason first. Thus, me hating her. It wasn't like I just came into the relationship and was like, oh, fuck this girl. No. So, when I went to my friend's funeral, she was there. And I remember seeing her there and having kind of a dialogue of, of do I go and say hi? Do I just leave it be? Because I'm still upset with her after all these years. I'm having this kind of back and forth dialogue. And before I can come up with an answer, she comes up to me, gives me a great big hug, asks about my life. And during the conversation, she was warm, welcoming, sweet, just a beautiful person. And it made me think like, okay, we're, we're adults now. Of course, we've grown up. Now we're just normal human beings and we can interact with each other and leave behind any of the dumb bullshits that happen in our teens or in our early 20s, you know, we're moved past that. We're now mature. We can talk about things. That is when her brother and some other people start sharing stories of, oh, do you remember when you got drunk and wrote all over her walls? Or do you remember when you got drunk and broke this? Or do you remember when this happened? Or what about this? All this stuff happened to this girl. I did this to this girl. I got drunk and wrote on her walls. I got drunk and smashed a bunch of tomatoes in her kitchen. I did all these fucking dumb bullshit when I was a teenager and I would get drunk. I for, I remember those stories a bit, but I kind of forgot that I did it at her house or I did it around her. No wonder she fucking hated me. I would have hated me too. It's fucking ludicrous. Here I've gone all this time thinking that I was the hero and she was the villain. You know, I was being persecuted for no reason at all. When the truth is, I was the lunatic. I was the maniac. I deserved all the hate that she sent towards me. And I don't even think she really sent that much hate towards me. It was most likely I showed up and she was just like, oh great, what's this fucking dickhead gonna do now? If I was her, I would have hired one of, not hired, but I would have got one of my boyfriends or a group of bikers or something to fucking come kick my ass. And I would have deserved it. But she didn't. And she had every single right to be still to this day upset with me and yet she wasn't I apologized and she laughed it off and chalked it up to us being dumb kids so after all of this after the funeral happened you know I went home and and spent the next couple weeks really just thinking and going over all my past relationships, not romantically, but just just relationships with people in general. Of all the people that I thought were the bad guys in my relationship, I went back and thought. I had to analyze every situation, every argument, every little detail and think, was I the asshole in that situation? It was an eye-opener because... I was completely wrong. It was weird of all of a sudden being like, oh no, that villain was the good guy. You were the villain. You were the bad guy. And it was like, well, shit, what else was I wrong about? What else was I the villain in? You know, who, who, who's else am I like the villain to their story? And it was a weird time. I went back and I thought about it and I apologized to some friends. Even if I wasn't in the wrong, 
I asked him anyway, like, hey, did, uh, did I do anything bad? Or... It's, it's a weird, weird feeling to find out that you were the bad guy when the entire time you thought you were the good guy. And speaking of bad guy, I don't know why people talk to you when you have your headphones in. I always assumed that it was a universal sign of please don't fucking talk to me. I brought headphones to work and then I put them on while I'm in the break room. And I'm intently staring at my phone with headphones on, yet you still decide that you want to come talk to me. Like, and it's never anything important. It's always dumb shit. And it's like, oh, you just couldn't wait until I was done with my break. I obviously don't want to fucking talk to you or anyone else. I went into a place where all the other co-workers gather and made the conscious choice to put things in my ears that then play things so I can't hear anything else. It's not like it's just earplugs. It's playing music or I'm listening to a podcast or I'm watching a fucking TV show. I'm having noise pumped into my ear and I'm fucking distracted. I am taking myself out of the equation. It's a step below going into my car and eating lunch there. I obviously... Didn't want to walk to my car, so I put in my headphones so I didn't have to fucking talk to anyone outside of the people that I like, obviously. But even then, they know enough to not fucking talk to me. So why is it that when I put in headphones, 95% of the time, someone will come up and talk to me? And this isn't just me. This happens to everyone who fucking brings headphones to work or wears headphones in general on the bus or wherever it may be. Yet everybody knows that they're listening to something and they still choose to to interrupt that. I, I honestly don't understand it. I can tell you this, that if you wear big headphones, the over-the-ear like uh, beat-style headphones... Like, you cut your chances down of someone talking to you, like b- drastically. There will be, still be people who talk to you, but for whatever reason, when you're wearing earbuds, people will all, it never stops them. It is a weak barrier. It's like trying to build a fucking fence with Kleenex. It ain't keeping nothing out, not even the wind. Wind will blow right through it. I, if I can, it bothers me way more than it should, but fuck it. It's, it, it's my thing. And speaking of that, I was watching The Simpsons the other day, and they were doing a a Departed parody where the Simpsons go to Boston, and my wife and I were sitting in the living room, and we're watching it with my son, and my wife turns to me and said, you know, when I first met you, and I already knew where she was going with this, and so I cut her off, "Do, do not even get me fucking started on The Departed. Do not get me fucking started on it. This was a very sensitive subject that I used to be able to ramble for hours and hours on end on. I've calmed a bit down on it, but it still angers me to no fucking end. Now, the thing that bothers me, it's not that I hate the movie. The movie's fine. Okay, real quick. Spoilers. Major, major, major spoilers. So if you have not seen The Departed, go ahead and just shut the podcast off right now. Uh, Because there is major spoilers coming. And major spoilers for the original movie that it was based off of. So, when I was younger, I had rented the movie Infernal Affairs. Now, for those who don't know, Infernal Affairs is the movie that The, bar- the Departed is based upon. It, it, I, I loved it. After I watched it, I watched it again. And then I went and bought it. 
and I owned it. And I would try to make everybody watch it. Anyone who would come over, I'd pop it in or I would let people borrow it. I tried to make every single person I come across try to watch them because I, I loved it that much. Almost across the board, no one fucking watched it. If I would put it on in my house, people would start talking. They'd get up. They'd play around. You know, just no one wanted to fucking watch it. When I lent, pe- when I lent it to people, they would never watch it. I would lend it to someone and then eventually get it back a month and a half later, ask them what they thought of it. They'd be like, ah, I never got around to watching it. For whatever reason, it was one of the few movies that I would recommend that no one wanted to fucking watch. Maybe it's because it's foreign. I don't know. I get it. Sometimes you're not in the mood to watch fucking subtitles. Whatever. Then The Departed comes along. The remake. And then all of a sudden, all of those people who I try to get watch it, to, to watch it like went and saw it and then they all fucking loved it and then they all came to me and being like oh have you seen the departed you got to go see the departed it was just in love with the departed now the departed is fine but in the original version you don't find out that matt damon's character is crooked until way later into the movie also there is no mark Wahlberg character so i think it's alec baldwin could be wrong on that well like so there's two cops that know leo is undercover one of them dies and then it's mark Wahlberg who's left well in the original there's only one and then he dies and so the guy is just left by himself because no one knows he's undercover which kind of you know ups the stakes a bit and then you don't find out and then like a little bit later you find out that the other guy's the the other cop is really a bad guy and blah 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 blah. I, I don't really know where I'm going with this other than it just it fucking it bothered me to no goddamn end that when I suggested it to people it was well, no I'm not watching that and then it gets remade and then it's fucking everywhere everyone's recommending it it's winning goddamn Academy Awards and it's not even Martin Scorsese's best film granted yes he deserved the Oscar because he should have won for fucking Goodfellas or Casino or fucking Raging Bull or all the other fucking movies that he ever did, but he never got a fucking reward for. So it was long overdue. I get it. But still, it drives me fucking nuts. It drives me fucking nuts. That's all I have to say on that. All right. I guess that is all I have for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of That Meddlesome Jerk.